Welcome to RGU Talk, the official podcast of Robert Gordon University. I'm your host, Johnny Milne, and as an RGU alumnus myself, it's a real pleasure to welcome back to the university my fellow journalism graduate, Samantha Leckie. Samantha, thank you so much for coming in. No problem. Thank you very much. Well, cards on the table to start with. You and I did go to RGU together. We did. Far too many years ago now. It was only, what, five years ago? It Um, feels like longer. um, But this isn't a case of favouritism, because in my opinion, out of most of our colleagues, it's safe to say you've taken your degree in journalism the furthest. What is your current job five years after graduating? So at the moment, I am head of features, and that is for the Evening Express and the Evening Telegraph. um, And I'm also editor of our new society magazine. And what does that make a day in the life, or a day in your life with being head of features? Uh, Very busy, (laughs) for a start. (laughs) Um, So this is kind of the the first time we've really merged um, departments between two different papers, so with the Evening Express and and the Evening Telegraph. So, um, yeah, it's it's been a different experience because obviously no one's ever done it before, um, but... Yes, it makes for a very very busy day. Once a week, um, I also go to Dundee. Um, And then obviously we launched on the 31st of May our new Society magazine, which is really exciting. Well, we'll return to the present day in a few moments. But what is it first that what is it that attracted you to journalism in the first place um, when you were leaving school? I think I always knew that I wanted to have um, a career that involved people. Uh, I think... Um, I really, I'm a people person and I think you really, really have to be a people person to, to, to do journalism. So that kind of attracted me in the first instance. Um, and then I've always enjoyed English. I've always enjoyed writing. I find it really therapeutic. So that was obviously a, a win. A big one, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think I came along and I heard Andrew Jones talk about the course and I just I just remember sitting there and thinking yep this is like this is ticking all the boxes for me and what were your first thoughts about RGU aside from uh, Andrew selling the course to you the the university itself I, I loved um, I have so many good memories here it was probably that I can honestly say I know people say this about university but it really was the best years mm-hmm. of my of my life um, because you just meet so many new people and I think it's nice when you come from school into university and and I remember enjoying like being treated like an adult for the first time (laughs) um but yeah no so I I have have good fond memories of RGU well speaking of your fond memories obviously you know you study things like broadcasting media law news writing features which is pretty useful at the moment um among much much more but looking back what are some of your fondest memories of your time here Okay, well, obviously meeting you, Johnny. Oh, don't you make me blush? <laughs> um, no, like I say, meeting you meet lots of new friends, and um, so that's really really nice. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like a bit of a geek saying this, but I really did love uni. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely, uh, there. I don't think apart from oh, I, I think I I find media law quite tricky, um, as many of us did, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I absolutely loved all the modules. I just find them so fun and. 
what's great with journalism is that you get you're not you know you're not just sitting in a lecture you from right from the get-go the first year you're out and you are doing vox pops on the street with people and recording for radio and then of course there's the the tv studio and the radio studio in rgu itself so it's you do a lot you do do like writing and um and have like your dissertation and whatnot but it's a really practical course and um in terms of that practicality how do you think your time at university set you up for the career you'd go on to do it was definitely a big help it gave me a really good grounding in journalism um andrew and john were my lecturers at the time obviously as you know (laughs) and um they were brilliant um i found that they they gave you a good a good grounding but i for me personally the one thing that they they both drummed into me was that you really need to get work experience Mm. and so that is what I did. I went and got work experience and without that, yeah, I, I wouldn't be in the job that I'm in today. And in terms of that work experience, obviously you were a student at the time, you know, busy socialising and exams, but what work experience did you get and how did you get set up at Aberdeen Journals? Okay, so um, the first work experience I did do was at the Evening Express. Um, again, that was just John and Andrew drumming it into me. So I went away and I, I wrote to the Evening Express um, and Craig Walker, who's now the editor of the Evening Express, he mm-hmm. phoned me and kind of gave me a mini interview over the phone. Um, and then I just went in for a week um, because they're, they're, I mean, they're still like this today, really happy to take lots of people in for work experience. We do it all the time. Um, and I loved it. And I, I kind of just kept going back. Um, I did do a little bit of work experience at STV as well um, and really, really enjoyed that. But I think my um, my heart was with the EE. And you've stayed pretty much since yeah was it all smooth sailing transitioning into a full-time career after university so it's a bit of a funny story actually because um i think i was in second or third year and i'd done work experience quite a few times at the evening express um and i actually got offered a job um they asked me to go on board with them full-time and i was super excited but i said no and mm. um, because i really really wanted to finish my studies here i loved my course didn't want to um I didn't want to give it up um so then a little time went past and they actually offered me a job again um but I was I was nearly finished well I think I was in third year by this point and and I and I said no again <laughs> which was really terrifying to say no twice to someone that you obviously want to work yeah, for not knowing you get a third chance yeah yeah I kind of thought oh no are they gonna give me like are they gonna actually take me seriously the next time if there was a next time um but what, so I said no, but what I did say was, can I come in once a week and just do work experience once a week on my, on one of the days that I don't have uni? And they said yes. Um, and so I did that for a good wee while coming in once a week. Um, and then I think it was, we were just about to finish fourth year and I was, well, actually Craig took me aside and he said, look, I know you're not going to leave uni, so I'm not even going to ask. Um, and he said, would you start with us part time mm-hmm. and then um, hopefully transition full time with us? And so that's what I did. And um, now that you know, obviously you've had a few roles at the paper since then, can you lay out what took you from working part time to head of features and editor of society? Yeah, so um, I started out. It's funny, I've gone full circle um, because I did start out as a features writer. Um, I was kind of I split my time. I was a features writer and I did news reporting as well. OK, loved both but I'm pretty competitive <laughs> and so I got a real taste for the for the news side of it um and I ended up going full-time as a full-time news reporter um and loved that 
um, I was uh, during my time as uh, being a reporter it was quite good as well because I got extra responsibility we we launched a south edition of the Evening Express that covered I think it was from um, from Port Lathen down to Montrose and so when we launched that I kind of got to take the lead on that and that was my first little taste of management because they let me um they let me take uh, stories from the reporters that were also working on the edition and I would go into conference and pitch them to the editor every day um so that was my first kind of taster um and then sorry I feel it's very long-winded I've done quite a few things there not at all not at all um and then after that I moved on to the news desk itself and I was managing the reporters um, which was a really challenging role, but you know it was really thrilling because you know you got the paper. You it never it never goes without a blank page, so you know you did it every day. Um, and then for a brief period, I was head of planning, and that was that involved. Um, so we've got the Evening Express Retailer Awards. I did a lot of planning with that, planning supplements, mm-hmm. and then it was April this year that it brought me. Um, I came in to be head of features, and it shows that. If you don't mind me saying that, you know, you've got a degree in journalism, but that doesn't mean you're just going to be writing for the rest of your life. You've got all these different things you've tried your hand at. Have you worked on any stories in particular that stick out to you, whether that's on the news side or the feature side? Uh, So the first one that probably pops into my mind is um, I did a story at Christmas time one year on a little boy called Ashton. I um, don't know if you're familiar with that one. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. So it was a wee boy um, and he has a heart condition. Um, and so he's kind of always stuck with me. Um, I still kind of keep up to date with what's going on with him. Um, I still have his mom on Facebook and things like that. So I still see what he's up to. Um, but that really stuck with me because that kind of that got a big reaction when that story went out. Um, initially, um, Shana, his mom, just wanted to raise awareness of his condition. Um, but in the end, it, it it kind of it kind of went crazy because he had like um, a bucket list of things he wanted to do, um, and you know we ended up making some of those come true. He got to meet Ollie Murs off the back of it, so I, I think that was that's the one that really sticks out the most. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an amazing example. Um, well, we've mentioned Society Magazine a couple of times, uh, so obviously that's got to be one of your biggest achievements so far in, in your career. How did all of that come about? So Society Magazine came about because we basically recognised that there was a real gap in the market for a lifestyle magazine in Aberdeen mm-hmm. with features on, f- we, you know, we cover food, drink, fashion, beauty, home and interiors, music, theatre, um, the lot. Um, and yeah, we just, we recognised there was a gap in the market and we decided to just go for it and we, we built it up from scratch Um that all started we started kind of in March sort of time um deciding what we wanted to do with it and where we were going to take it and yeah it's just kind of it's gone a bit mental <laughs> in a good way in, in a good way, good way definitely it's amazing uh, and for anyone that hasn't worked as a journalist either on a newspaper or on a magazine like that how do you choose the content and what will appeal to the most readers okay so in terms of society we obviously we know our target market quite well we we know that it's you know it's foodies it's people that go out and about in Aberdeen and they want to know what's going on um and we have so I work with uh, Julia Bryce who is amazing couldn't do it without her we're a good team I think I hope she thinks so too (laughs) (laughs) um and you know she's got brilliant contacts in the food and drink industry so um we work together um to fill society 
with just basically the best of the northeast um we get in touch with lots of northeast producers um northeast chefs um and obviously we've got really good contacts with for our theater and with apa and whatnot um and yeah we we basically we, we we've got our platforms and we pitch to them and ask them if they'd like to be involved and thankfully lots of them have absolutely yeah long may that continue um well before we come to an end I mean, in your personal opinion, as a successful Northeast journalist, um, that smile shows you disagree with me, but you clearly <laughs> are. Um, what do you see as being the key skills that current students and the, the next generation need for a career in journalism? So you've got to be really determined because it is not easy being a news reporter for a start it's a lot of hard work but it is so it's so rewarding so you really have to be determined and you have to be like i say you have to be a people person because you you need to relax people enough that they feel like they can trust you and trust is a a big deal when you're a reporter if if your contacts don't trust you you you've got nothing Mm -hmm. so yeah so you have to be a really friendly person determined um and and yeah and, and trustworthy but just don't lose hope because it is a tough job when you start out but like I say it's it's very rewarding and you get to help a lot of people with your stories and and people really appreciate that so you do get a lot back from it. And do you have any other final advice for someone particularly who's looking to come to RGU to follow in your footsteps? Work experience absolutely you obviously sticking at your degree because it's you know that's obviously very important but work experience like I say I would not have my job without it it's it's great to have the degree because it gives you a really good grounding but work experience will give you you that extra edge and if you can make contacts with uh, a a media company early doors then you're you're winning well on that Samantha it has been such a pleasure to catch up and have you back on campus thank you very much Johnny and that's it for another edition of RGU Talk On behalf of the university, I'm Johnny Milne, and we will talk to you later.